Welcome to Persevere, the podcast that sheds light on the grit and passion of creatives on their journeys. Award-winning destination photographer Ian Ivey is host to these incredible stories to encourage you to pursue your passion. Hello, hello, creatives, and welcome to Persevere. I am so excited to interview our very first guest who is based in Springboro, Ohio. Lillian Grace Designs is a stationery and lifestyle brand that has been featured in Stationery Trends Magazine, CrateJoy, and more. And today we are going to get to know founder Shonda Ramsey and how she's built a business built on compassion for others during one of her most difficult moments in life and how her business has evolved from a gift shop to a brand. Shonda, it is so great to have you with us today on the podcast. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Yeah, I know. We're kicking it off in style. I'm so excited to get to chat with you today. Um, For our audience joining us, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business? Sure, yeah. So I started Lillian Grace Designs in 2017 with really the purpose to have a gift shop that offered stationery as well as gifts because I'm a big person who loves to give thoughtful gifts to other people, but I always had a hard time finding just that unique gift in other areas. So I wanted to kind of have my own shop to do that. And while I was there, I started working on my own line of greeting cards just to kind of test them and see, you know, if I had something that might be worthwhile and pursuing even more. And what I found was in doing that, my product outsold all the other brands that I had in the shop. (laughs) So I ended up actually uh, transitioning from the gift shop to becoming a brand because of that reason. Wow, that's incredible. I love that you have blown your competition out of the water. Yes, it was a very big shock. And I do still have a lot of the other brands that I've been trying to liquidate out as I've been working through this transition. And it's been just kind of an eye opener to see that, you know, I am I am touching on these hard topics for people and giving them cards that are helping them reach out to their friends in different ways. Yeah. So when you talk about hard things that people go through in their lives, because normally when we think about greeting cards, we're thinking about birthdays and anniversaries. What other topics do your uh, stationery address? So mine, actually, I do have some of those birthdays and, and some of the more common topics that you would find for a greeting card. But my lineup is actually very small when it comes to those. What I like to focus on is is what we call friendship from the heart. And this is where if you have a friend who may be going through infertility or even depression, and we actually are also working on a line that's going to be coming out for marital and divorce issues that we see with our friends to kind of show up in a way that says, you know, we're there for you. We're here for you. We may not know what it is that they're going through. But it's my hope that we will provide a card that says something that will resonate with the receiver that the giver can't say themselves. 
Yeah. And and that's really powerful because sometimes you don't know what to say in person, but you know, you do communicate better through words. And so I think that's great. Um, do you have any stories from your uh, customers that they have come back with you uh, after using your service? Yeah. So when I first started, I did a line that I called my Scatter Joy series. And each of those cards I actually dedicated to a friend when they were going through a hard time. And it was really kind of a fun play. I was just mashing up different quotes and sayings and things like that just to kind of give them a boost. And what I found in doing that was I sent a card to a friend. She had no idea I was doing this. And she was actually going through a really hard time when I sent that card. And I didn't even know that she was going through, you know, what she was going through at the time. And so just to hear back from her, how that card made such a huge difference in her life, just receiving it from me, that meant so much to me. And that actually is what got me really thinking, okay, maybe I need to do this on a on a bigger scale and, and see what else we can do to help others. And so from there, that's just kind of how we've we've grown. And and now we are launching a line for infertility where we're partnering with a charity. Part of the proceeds will go back to them. And the there was a card that was created that touches on child loss for women who have miscarried. And I know that that card personally has really impacted several women who are going through the the child loss process. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's one of those subjects I feel that isn't really talked about. Um, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard topic. And, and, and I know, I think being at the age right now where a lot of my friends are starting to go through that process on their fertility journey and, and, you know, sometimes things aren't going as smoothly as, you know, Instagram makes us think that all these, um, you know, birth announcements are so easy for people, but it's, it's really a journey for so many people. And, and sometimes there is loss a part of that. And it's, it's really, I think, admirable of you to address that in the, in the way of, with your business and, and spreading those words of encouragement and support for women. Yes, I believe it's something that is needed. I know, speaking from experience, I myself have had a miscarriage. And I know during that time, so many people when you would try to talk, I mean, you don't talk to a lot of people about it when it's you who's going through it, you do tend to kind of hold it inward. But when I would talk about it with other people that I, you know, felt like I trusted and could talk to them about it, the feedback that I got back was, well, I don't really know what to say. You know, I don't, I can't resonate. And so it was really kind of frustrating for me because I felt like since they couldn't relate to that situation, instead of saying anything or doing anything, they just chose not to say something. And so that was kind of the driving point for me to come up with this line in order to kind of force the conversation a little bit more in a way that makes it more comfortable for the person who doesn't know what to say. Because I've been in that situation where, you know, I've lived through that myself. And so I know that the words that I can put on a card will resonate with the person who's going through that hardship. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me right now, like what's top of mind is like, how has your business 
been doing through this pandemic, um, since I know a lot of people have gone through some mental health um, struggles, especially just being through this, a lot of people have been isolated. Um, how, how has this affected your business or yourself personally and your family? So during the pandemic, I actually was doing a subscription box at that time. That was something that I really strongly believed in. And it it tied in our purpose where we challenge our customers to send one card each month minimum to a friend. And we had to actually stop shipping for two months because I'm in Ohio and they mandated us to shut down. We couldn't ship. We couldn't do anything when the pandemic first hit. And so that really kind of hit the business hard and we lost a lot of revenue during that time. My only saving grace during that was right before the shutdowns. I had put my line of cards in a local store, which actually was an essential store. So they were able to remain open through the whole thing because they sold food as well. So mm -hmm. that actually is what kept me going through that. And then it actually was good timing because when that was happening, I was looking at closing the gift shop anyway, and then kind of testing my own line. So it, it forced me to really have to test my line. It was all I could do. And so in a way, it kind of catapulted me even more into focusing 100% on creating new content, you know, with the cards and other products that we have, and really focusing on building the relationships with our customers. So I took that time where we were kind of stuck, you know, sitting here waiting. And instead of not doing anything, I got to work every day. I just <laughs> showed up. I did whatever I could do to just keep writing. And I would talk to people and, you know, I would listen to my friends and their struggles because we we went from in person to virtual. Everything was virtual. And mm -hmm. we were all like, this is not fun for us. We used to go out and play bingo. That was our thing that we would always do as friends. Once a month, we would all get together. And so just coming up with something new to do to keep your friends going and, and everything that was that kind of became my new mission, really. Yeah, that's I mean, that's super hard, because I know a lot of us have definitely gotten Zoom fatigue <laughs> Yes, during this time. So seeing people in person and having those activities, it's like, oh, man, especially with bingo. That's <laughs> that's such a fun game to play, too. Yes, we always we would always make fun of ourselves. But we always we always did it because it was something you could do and not really, you know, have to think much about it. And, and we did it to support a local church. And so it was always really fun for us just to get together anyway. And that was really what it was all about was just getting together. And so we kind of missed that. And what we did end up doing, though, was talking more through Zoom about hardships that we were facing and things, you know, new hardships that have come up because of the pandemic with, you know, family getting sick and things like that. And so it just it just has been one thing after another, I think, for so many people. And so to have something there that can give just a little ray of hope, I think is very much so needed. 
Yeah, absolutely. And ha- like having support in general just means so much, like from your loved ones, from your family. And kind of with that in mind, um, I know you have um, your husband, Mike, and your dog, Coco, who's yes. a Yorkie, which sounds so sweet. Um, I'm curious about how, what is your report? approach to work-life balance? Because I know that's a, a big thing a lot of us are struggling with. And sometimes there really isn't a balance, but I'm just curious how you go about, um, you know, being a business owner, but also, you know, taking time for yourself. So I too struggle with work-life balance, just like I think everybody else, but I have kind of turned on to what works for me, which is I'm a planner. So I don't just sell greeting cards. I sell also other paper products, so planners and notepads and things like that. And what I found pre-pandemic was even though I was making those things, I didn't necessarily use them as much as I probably should have. (laughs) And so I was burning myself out. I really was because it was like I would say yes to everything. I was the yes girl everything. Mm. You want me there? Yes, I'll be there. You need me over here? Yep, I'll be right there. (laughs) Like, that was me. And so in doing that, I realized that I was kind of spreading myself too thin. And so during the shutdowns, when nobody was using their planners, (laughs) all the planners went out the window, I actually sat down and created a brand new planner and started testing it and really putting it to work for my life and made it to, you know, kind of my benefit really and helping me get my business on track. And I started implementing these new procedures for myself just so that I could have that separation of work and life and then trying to make sure that I stick within that schedule. So I do set a schedule for myself. And then, you know, it's pretty fluid. Usually when you when you own your own business, a lot of times it can be fluid. Mm-hmm. And so I do keep it as fluid as I can. But I've gotten into the habit of making sure that family is priority. Yep. And so we actually bought an RV last year. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I am now someone who enjoys camping. Never did that before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But now I see the benefit of that. And I actually love to just sit in nature and be silent. And I think that that's so important to just pick something that you can do that's yours that is set apart from your business. Yeah, that's, I mean, absolutely doing something outside of your business, just giving you that breathing room to just really be and live outside and and just have those moments to really gather your thoughts for yourself and, and, and feel like this is the life I'm building for myself is so important. I I am curious where you like to go camping now. Do you have like a, a certain place that you really enjoy or any places now that you have wheels on your RV, like where you would like to go? Um, my bucket list is huge, <laughs> probably bigger than what really I can do in one year. But um, I know that we are kind of sticking close to home just because, you know, I do have stores in this area. And so I don't want to go too far yet that I totally panic everybody. 
<laughs> so just making sure that I have plans in place and people here who can step in in my absence so that I can take a break. Um, but I know we are, we're wanting to go to Michigan, I think, sometime this year. I've always wanted to go up up as far north as I can in Michigan to the water. You know, I love water and just kind of hang out there for a little bit. And then um, I'm a mountain person also. So I foresee us going probably into Gatlinburg or even maybe my favorite place, which is Cherokee, North Carolina. I absolutely love going there. So we might do that as well. And then Someday back to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. (laughs) Yeah, I do miss the beach. So before RV life, I was a a beach person. We went to Hilton Head Island all the time. That's actually where we got married. So that's a very special place. And we go back there a lot. But I know eventually we'll we'll make it back. But for now, we we do want to kind of travel and see other states. Yeah, and it's okay to kind of, I mean, again, now that you have an RV and you pretty much, the world is your oyster, at least the United States. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that just sounds great. I love that you are making time for you and and time just to sit in nature. That sounds amazing. Um, I'm curious, kind of getting back to your business, um, because all business owners, I think we all have, we're all a dreamer essentially who have brought things into by taking that step and and taking action I'm curious what are your goals for your business thinking one year from now and maybe even five years from now yeah so I am actually going to be in the near future the one year from now we are working on launching our podcast which is going to be discussions on friendship from the heart and developing deep-rooted relationships, not only with other people, but with yourself as well. So that ties in the whole self-care and the work-life balance part of it. And then we are also working on a brand relaunch that is going to be trickling out throughout the whole year. So we have new cards that just came out this month, and it'll continue doing that throughout the rest of the year. And then we are going to be offered on a wholesale basis as well. So we're on FAIR and we're working on our wholesale catalog now. So that is pretty much what's going to happen over the next year to two years. And then from there, my big goal is to get a location where we can be fulfilling our orders uh, from a warehouse standpoint and being able to even help the community on demand. That's kind of something that I've always had in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I make a lot of the stuff in-house personally, so I want to keep doing that, but I want to be able to do that on a bigger scale and help out other businesses in the area and the schools and things like that. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations on the rebrand. <laughs> Thanks. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so I'm curious now, um, because you have this incredible business, you're launching a podcast, you are working on a rebrand and, and really looking to scale. I'm curious, what advice do you have for other creatives who are wanting to take that step forward. They really want to pursue their passions, but you know, don't know where to start essentially. I'm, I'm curious what your advice would be for them. 
Yeah. So I always tell people the first thing they need to do is take a deep breath (laughs) because (laughs) it is so overwhelming when you first start. And I think a lot of times we get in our own heads, right? Even I do this today still all the time. And I think if you just take a minute and just take a deep breath and kind of clear your mind and and really think about why it is you're wanting to do this. What is it that, you know, you're passionate about? What is it that you're really wanting to pour yourself into? And then from there, be yourself. Be who you are. Make sure your voice is heard in all of this and and don't lose that. Don't be afraid to just stand strong and be who you are and and go for it. And I know one thing too, when people come to me and ask me for advice on on business, their big, I would say probably their biggest concern is they feel like they're going so slow. Mm. Because sometimes it can take forever, right, to build something out. I mean, I started in 2017, and it's now 2022. And and I've had very slow growth. But it's been very steady growth. And it has always been in the right direction. So slow and Mm -hmm. steady can win the race, even if you feel like it's not winning the race. It really is. And I think my favorite thing to always say is, you know, slow progress is still progress. As long as you're stepping forward, it's okay. Don't give up. Give yourself grace and just pick up and keep moving. And I think that that's what's going to really help you go far in it. Because so many people, I think, if something comes that they really just get stuck on, a lot of people quit pretty early in. Mm-hmm. And I think if you just remind yourself, it's okay to go slow and steady, as long as you're still making those steps you need to do to get there. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And I I think for a lot of people, the the first steps sometimes are stifled by fear of not feeling like, you know, why would anyone want to see what I'm creating or what or buy something that I'm, you know, putting out there into the world and, and not feeling good enough because there's there's an oversaturated market. But the thing is that there is room for all of us. You you will find your people. Yes. And you have to be willing to take up space. Absolutely. Yep. Don't ever give up. And they will come. Your people will come. They always do. And I think that's what's awesome. And when they do come, form relationships with them. I think that is probably the biggest key in maintaining your clientele is, is treat them like your friends. They're your friends. They're your people who are investing in your business, just like you're investing in your business. And I think there's something to be said about businesses who, you know, treat their clients as if they are friends or family. They they give back to them just as much as they're given to, to us. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's so powerful. And, you know, it, it was such a pleasure speaking with you today and, and just hearing your story and, and hearing how you have really made this business to help others and, and really building from the heart. And I love that. And so it, it's just been so great speaking with you today, Shonda. And, um, yeah, I would love to have our listeners get to know you even better by checking out your website. So, and I know that you have a little gift for them as well. So, if you would like to share uh, where they can find you to connect with you and and see your art and your business, 
Yeah, so they can connect with me on my website. It's liliangracedesigns.com. And the spelling is always tricky. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's something that uh, people always get confused on. So it's one L in Lillian. Um, You can also get there another way to at friendshipfromtheheart.com if that's easier for you. (laughs) I added that in there just because I think people sometimes get a little confused. And then the (laughs) the gift that I have for you is if you enter in at your checkout, there's a discount code for you to take 10% off. And it is persevere 10. Make sure that the word persevere is in all caps. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shonda, for sharing your story today with everybody. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed being a part of it. Amazing. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. And we hope that you found some more clarity and maybe some resonation with what you've listened to today. As always, we'll see you next week. And we are, again, sending good vibes to thrive and hope that you are one step closer to pursuing your passions.